Some cases are closed in hours. Others stay open for months, even years. And some criminals are so heinous, so terrible, they're in a class by themselves. I'm William Pitts. This is Arizona's Most Wanted. Half of the pictures of Jason Derrick Brown are shirtless. He's fit, usually doing something outdoors, fishing, off-roading, posing like a model. He's blonde, his hair is always perfectly messy, in a way that lets you know he spent a lot of time trying to make it look like he spent no time. Jason liked himself a lot. Vain might be another good word to explain him. Born in LA, Laguna Beach High lived in Orange County. He's everything you would expect from a California surfer. He actually looks sort of like a blonde Sean Penn. More fast times than Mystic River, though. He loves his toys, ATVs, boats, cars. He had them all. He could, you know, sell ice to an Eskimo. FBI Special Agent Lance Lysing has been tracking Brown for years, maybe longer than anyone else in his career. Lysing was there the day that Jason Derrick Brown allegedly became a murderer. And he thought this was going to be the big payday, but this was pre-planned, premeditated. And he graduated right to this robbery homicide, I believe, for greed. Because the FBI says Jason was living a lie. The toys were his, but he was living above his means. He was working as a golf equipment importer and a toy salesman before he moved to Phoenix, and he had defaulted on a big loan already. He liked the movie Heat, and I think one of the phrases in that movie is, you gotta be able to cut ties with everybody you know and in 30 seconds and be gone and never contact any of them again. And he told people that he could do that. Remember Jimmy McElwain on the yard used to say, you wanna be making moves on the street, have no attachments, allow nothing to be in your life that you cannot walk out on in 30 seconds flat if you spot the heat around the corner. Remember that? me, the sun rises and sets with him now. De Niro says that if you're going to live the life of crime, you can't have any attachments. You have to be able to step away from your life. No regrets, no hesitation. What kind of person could actually do that? In November of 2004, Jason was living in a hotel in the suburb of Ahwatukee, near a strip mall with an AMC movie theater in it. 911, what is your emergency? There was about five shots fired. Our officer just got shot to death. The 911 caller saw the whole thing. An armored car driver had stopped at the AMC movie theater. The shooting caught on surveillance camera at the box office. He came out firing five shots to the head. Didn't even get the gun out of his holster. This is definitely planned because he walked right up to him and he shot him five times. Jason, we believe, planned to execute the guard one way or the other. There was nothing anyone could do. The shooter grabbed a bag of money with $56,000 in it and took off. Keith Palomares, the armored car driver, was shot six times, five bullets to the head. He was 24. Keith Palomares' mom, Lena. This man taken my life, my heart, my joy, my reason of living, my son. Yeah, I mean, it's something I think of every day. Lysing was there that day. He responded to the robbery and shooting. But witnesses first said the shooter was Hispanic, 25 to 30 years old, not a blonde surfer in his 30s. And the suspect had fled the area in a bizarre way, not a car, but on a waiting bicycle stashed around the back of the theater. 
It wasn't until police found the bike and ran the prints that they identified Jason as the suspect. I know initially where he went. He went south, uh, initially from the Orange County area to very near the U.S.-Mexican border south of San Diego. Police had a beat on Jason. They missed him at his parents' house in Orange County by only two hours. He was driving a Cadillac Escalade, another expensive toy. But instead of Mexico, just a few minutes drive from San Diego, Jason turned around. We didn't expect that. He went north. Um, ultimately, he made it to Portland, Oregon, and eventually his car, the Cadillac Escalade, was recovered in the Portland International Airport, the long-term parking. And that was it. The last time anyone reported seeing Jason Derrick Brown, ever. The most difficult part about this case is that since 2004, there have been zero confirmed sightings. He has uh, almost got a master's in international business, um, so he understands the business world. There's one more twist to Jason's story. He was brought up as a Mormon. He served a two-year mission to Paris when he was a teenager. Those jobs he worked before the robbery were in Salt Lake City. Now the FBI says Jason could be using his Mormon roots to hide. He speaks fluent French. He understands the LDS Church. He was a member of the LDS Church and grew up in that community. So he can speak that language and he can assimilate into that community pretty easily. And that's worldwide. Maybe it was his ego. Maybe it was the reason he posed in so many pictures, had nice cars and loved the attention but he still couldn't quite disappear. The FBI says he kept sending his family packages in the mail. Emailed laptops, emailed a weapon, golf clubs, cameras, two-way radios, clothing. But for decades now, no one's heard from him or seen him. He would be 48 now. The FBI has age progression photos of him that, to be honest, still look like him, just a few more wrinkles. He was put on the FBI's 10 most wanted list in 2007. The reward for his arrest is up to $200,000. Lysing says the FBI has more tips on Jason's case than any other, but none have panned out. It doesn't help that he looks like every surfer dude in California either. The Sean Penn thing hurts too. Apparently a Sean Penn body double was arrested and released because he looks so much like Jason Derrick Brown. Still, the FBI hasn't given up on finding Jason. That's Jason's life, and I'm sure he's living a facade right now too. I know Jason's likely out there somewhere, and he'll slip up, we'll find him. We're never gonna stop. This is more than about Jason. You know, this is about Keith. This is about justice. Arizona's Most Wanted is a 12 News production. Subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and tune in to search Arizona's Most Wanted. We'll be back next week with another cold case.